are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is brought to you by Locked On NHL. Head on over to Locked On NHL and listen to the latest and greatest episodes of the national show of the Locked On Podcast Network. I host the Wednesday show with Sarah Avampato of Locked On LA Kings, where this week we drafted the Western Conference for the Seattle Kraken, and you absolutely won't want to miss it. So let's get cracking, if if you will. <laughs> this episode is just kind of, you know, a slow update. It was a slow news day today, so, you know, nothing truly happened, nothing significant, I should say, especially where the rosters are frozen. Seattle has to have their uh, picks in by tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., and <laughs> this actually, um, this just reminded me, uh, there actually was a video going around from the set of like a, a dress rehearsal, if you will, where the Seattle Kraken picked uh, Kerfoot and uh, Kerfoot, Kerfoot from, uh, I believe it was Toronto. And my God, <laughs> people were losing their mind, but the Kraken came out and just said, hey, like it was a dress rehearsal and like what's missing is the five other takes of us saying so-and-so, so-and-so, you know, so it didn't really matter, but it was fun to uh, speculate and, you know, have a little bit of controversy that early in the morning. But um, the, in other news, the Flames are taking phone calls for Matthew Kachuk, which please don't freak out about. Don't lose your mind over. This is normal. Teams do this for their superstars and really anybody that's potentially, you know, hitting the market. So... They're just David Pagnotta of the fourth period reported this, and I just I don't think that this is anything to worry about. The asking price for him is quote unquote extraordinarily high, as it should be. I mean, I don't think that the Flames are just gonna grab what they can and run. It doesn't make any sense to do, uh, especially for somebody that you potentially want to build your franchise around, but. Overall, it really was a slow news day. Um, I don't think that <laughs> really anything exciting happened. Uh, I think a lot of people are just kind of sitting around twiddling their thumbs and refreshing their Twitter feed. What I will say, though, is that if there are any side deals happening, uh, it isn't leaking like it was when uh, you know Vegas took the league by storm back in 2017 so it's just interesting to sit here and you know basically expect that Seattle's gonna take whoever they want to take because there's nothing going on there are no side deals there's nothing coming through at this moment there's no rumors there's no oh I heard through the grapevine no one is letting anything loose Loose lip sync ships, and that is just not happening. So, 
you know, good for the uh, wonderful insiders who are staying tight-lipped about all of this goodness happening over in the Pacific Northwest. And I am simply anxious to see what happens with Seattle. And, you know, like I mentioned in the intro, we did a mock draft for Seattle uh, with the Western Conference teams. And I had Seattle taking Lucic just because I could have them take him. And I did make the argument, though, that Lucic was on the upswing last year and Gio kind of uh, was not. He was on the decline. So do you really want a declining defenseman? Or do you want um, this second wind from a forward? Please help. (laughs) But in all seriousness, I am very much looking forward to the draft, which is just about 23 hours away from happening. And I'm just, you know, excited to see what the future holds for the NHL and everybody else that is involved in the Seattle Kraken experience. But coming up next, we are going to talk about the captain vacant, the potential captaincy vacancy issue. But first, let me talk to you about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a fantastic website where you can order parts for your car or truck at a reliably low price. That is just something so awesome, and you don't have to leave your house for it. You don't have to deal with the middleman. You are getting something just straight from RockAuto.com. There's no shenanigans, no one trying to tell you, oh, you need this, you need that, like, you need more than... They're not trying to make a buck off of you in the way that, you know, those chain stores are. So head on over to rockauto.com today and stop and make sure that you put Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you. Locked On Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. So, all things considered, the Flames could be without a captain after tomorrow. That is just how it could work. And... You know, I think many of us are firing up the hot take machine and realizing that um, there's really no one in the immediate future who can necessarily fill the role of a captain. And those are some big shoes to fill in regards to Mark Giordano. And I am going to shoot on over to catfriendly.com right now. Because I think that this is just something that needs to be discussed. Because I am very interested to see who you think could be the next captain of the Calgary Flames. Because, um, so Matthew Kachuk is the, obviously, um, an RFA next season. Who I think would be one of the smart choices. And Michael Backlund, okay, so he wears an A as well, but his uh, he hits the market in 2024-25, and, you know, that is a bit of, uh, so that's two seasons removed from now. But I just, I don't know if, I don't want to say like, oh, he doesn't deserve an A, uh, I deserve the C, because I, I just, I don't know, I don't. I think that he's good. I don't get me wrong, but I don't necessarily think that he is 
captain material for the flames. I think that they need somebody who is the wonderful, like, heartbeat of the team. And that's Matthew Kachuk for me. But then you look at these veteran players like um, Chris Tanov, um, Matt Noah Hannafin. He's, like, 20. He's 24, and he's considered a veteran. But, you know, I think they go with three A's next season, and it's going to be... Monahan, Backland, and Tanov. I think that that is just the obvious decision there. But when the time comes, part of me hopes that it does go to Kachuk because I do think that he is absolutely someone who is a leader. He is somebody who is capable of pushing this team to the next level. And we've seen his emotion. And yes, he does get frustrated. And yes, he has some less than stellar moments out on the ice, but who doesn't? I mean, Gio has need people from Anaheim, and, you know, Andy Sutton comes to mind in particular, and I just really think that it is important for this team to not name someone right away because they need to earn that seed. This isn't something that you get because, oh, you're next in line because you've been here the longest. This isn't line leader. This is, you know, you're representing the Calgary Flames as a whole. And I just really, really think that there needs to be some sort of incentive. And, you know, if Matthew Kachuk could really benefit from that in terms of, um, you know, elevating his play back to that level that it was at prior to last year, and I think that Backlund could really, I, I think he's a good player. I really do. But I'm kind of curious to see what his role with the Flames becomes this season. Mainly because I just, I think that, oh my gosh, where did it go? Backlund, Backlund. Uh, I think that $5.3 million is a lot of money for a third liner. I think that that is an absolutely ridiculous amount of money. Uh, Elias Lindholm is your first line center, and he is making $4.8 million, okay? Uh, Just to put that into perspective. So this is something that the Flames need to figure out. I think that this needs to be something that these players work for. This isn't something that I want to really rush into you know it made sense and I, I'm sorry I know I relate a lot of things back to the Bruins but this is just because it's easier for me to do Patrice Bergeron was you know next in line because he had earned that spot and he and Chara played alongside each other for pretty sure like all of Bergie's career pretty much and he had somebody to look up to he earned it he um you know, does a lot in terms of donating to the community and is a fantastic, like, locker room presence. And uh, Jamel Smith came out last, no, it's, oh my God, it's probably been two or three years now, and was like, um, yeah, Patrice Bergeron, like, came up to me when I was waived and sent down to the AHL and was dealing with some, like, depression and was like, call me if you need anything. Like, I'm here for you. So, You know, it's a guy like that that is just that typical class act. And I feel like that is something that we say a lot in hockey. And you want that, you know, uh, suit and tie, straight-laced kind of guy. But I just, I think that this, 
next captain if there is a need for one, which there would be regardless because Gio could retire next year if, you know, it's never too early to start these conversations. But this is something that needs to be earned, and it does not make sense for the Flames to name somebody immediately. It just it doesn't because, you know, if you name Matthew Kachuk and then you end up trading him, what like what does that do? You did nothing. So I think it is something that the organization needs to look at and absolutely um, make a long-term commitment with. This isn't just fun and games, but alas, I have exhausted all of my opinions on the captaincy for right now, and I will absolutely be refreshing Bet Online AG to find all of the latest sports betting updates and odds as the draft draws closer. Cap Friendly actually has a counter, which I think is so cool, and it is currently at. Let me let me do this. So we are 22 hours, 59 minutes, and 40 seconds away from the expansion draft. But Bet Online AG has amazing Kraken. Uh, bets uh, available. They have Dougie Hamilton going to Seattle for their um, defenseman, and I, you know, that might be a good bet to put your money on. So head on over to betonline.ag today. Sign up for your free account and use promo code Locked On for that fifty percent welcome bonus. Who wouldn't want that? So that's betonline.ag and promo code Locked On for that fifty percent welcome bonus. There was an article today that I saw um, where Markstrom's agent confirmed that his injury was a neck injury that was uh, caused by a collision with, I believe it was Tanner Pearson, and it was um, he was rushed back to play, and unfortunately, it caused further damage, and I think that that is quite unfortunate and just... <laughs> Complete lack of, I, I don't even know the word, uh, just negligence really from the medical staff because, I mean, I get it, you might just overextend yourself a little bit, but the terminology coming from a lawyer saying that he was rushed back, um, I think that they choose their words carefully, so <sighs> do with that what you will, and again, kind of ironic how that happens, and Sean Monahan's injury happens, and he's allowed to play, Chris Tanev with his broken rib, uh, still allowed to play, Noah Hannafin's shoulder, and was allowed to play, um, you know, it, it it is what it is, I'm not, that's a whole nother situation, but I think that that goes to show you that there is an absolute need for a backup goaltender, for Markstrom, and it needs to be somebody who is solid. It needs to be someone who Markstrom can rely on so he can take those few extra days to recover because I know, I know that Markstrom is somebody like CC Sabathia or Chris Sale who will literally pitch until their arms fall off, and we saw CC Sabathia do it. So I'm sure that Jacob Markstrom would be in net until his all of his limbs fall off. And just he needs somebody who can follow up with him and say, take these games off. I will be in net. And I got this. I, I'm, I'm good. Like, you're good. Go relax. Go 
breathe, do what you need to do. Because once again, long-term quality of life is more important than winning a game against the Canucks or whoever it may be. So yes, I actually just hit the woe while recording that because if I don't move around, I'm probably going to fall asleep. (laughs) But in all seriousness, I am just very concerned for players' health, players' health around the league. Uh, Shea Weber is literally contemplating retirement at this point because of his future quality of life. The surgery that he's having is because it's literally about his quality of life. So he will have less pain. And I, oh my God, you guys, I know, I know, I know that this is part of the sport and part of the risk and reward and whatnot, but it just doesn't always sit right with me. But that's really all I have for today. I'm sorry that today's episode is a bit shorter and kind of all over the place. I was going to record earlier, but was waiting for some more news to potentially trickle out, but it did not happen. So alas, we just sit here and wait. Tomorrow we will have a little bit of a mock draft as well as a fantastic recap of the 2017 expansion draft for the Vegas Golden Knights. So I will leave you with a message of positivity and uh, drink some water, wash your face, and get a good moisturizer because we need it. So have a good night, y'all, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.